You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. So let's address the tragic news that has befallen us. Well, first of all, welcome to the season finale. Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) This will be the last time you ever hear of us this year. <laughs> this year. Uh, no, we were a victim of a victim. the... An unjust victim. We were victim. bamboozled. Hoodwinked. Um, our Instagram was deleted. So sad. I think what we were up to like 17.5 thousand followers, which may not sound like a lot, but I... like fought tooth and nail for those followers to be legit, I would go on every day and block and delete at least 50 plus people. Mm -hmm. I always wanted like true authentic sex workers or sex worker allies. So it's super frustrating to like have like worked really hard to build a community and then just like get like wiped out. Especially like no paid promotion, no paid followers. Like you've done nothing but like post and reply and comment to get those followers so I know yeah I know how much work you've put in and it really fucking sucks that there is a continuous war against strippers in our community I know a lot of you guys have felt that as well I know that that like a lot of your um your profiles have been deleted at some point um as well just because of the work that we do. And it really sucks when it's part of your business as well. Like I know that's how a lot of girls get clients for OnlyFans and uh, camming and stuff. So it's really frustrating to have that sort of undermined just because of the industry we work in. Yeah. And also too, like I didn't save anything. And mm-hmm. first off, what's most annoying is that it's always like you always hindsight. You're like, I fucking knew it. So I remember several times thinking to myself, I should make a backup account and start Mm -hmm. promoting that just in case. And then um, another time I was like, um, I really should start saving everything that I have on like all my stories from like past podcast um, guests and that, like the stories I write up, um, saving them just in case. And then I was like, oh yeah, I'll do that and put it off. And then, um, yeah, and then this, and I was like, well shit, now I have... Not like because before, as you guys remember, if you're on the Instagram, they have the uh, highlights with the seasons, and then yeah. you go through and find which season episode you want to listen to. Um, so I guess I have to like remake those. Will be a tedious, tedious yeah. task. Um, so that's just frustrating. Um, and then just trying to remember who I was following, and um, yeah, it's your way of communicating with a bunch of our community. Yeah. So. That's great, Um, but on the positive side, we did make a new Instagram account. Um, Instagram admins, if you're listening. No, we didn't. We didn't. (laughs) (laughs) We will stay far away. Um, And it is 50 plus a tip pod. So that's five zero plus a tip. P-O-D. P-O-D. And please, please add us, promote it on yours, share it, like things, interact. Um, We really want to rebuild the community. And since we've made that account a couple days ago, it's been awesome to just um, see how many people have been promoting it and sharing it, liking it, messaging, support, um, following. So, yeah, keep it up. We will slowly rebuild. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Michelle said that uh, a meme account that they follow um, 
have like 50,000 uh, followers removed and they put up a post um, saying that I guess Instagram's kind of going through like a tyrant of removing quote unquote bots based on like how many followers and stuff they have um, and then got back 20,000 um, followers like the next day. So people are getting their accounts back, but I don't know if we're kind of in that pool or, or what's happening, but Hopefully, I mean, it hasn't been a week yet, so hopefully, um, hopefully it comes back to us. But yeah, just in case, please follow the backup. And again, that's 50 plus a tip pod on Instagram. Five zero plus a tip, P-O-D. Um, yeah. So how about your life updates? Life updates, we've been doing some uh, ooky spooky things. So many spooky things. Um, we did a Fright Night uh last week a couple weeks ago yeah yeah and we got the rapid pass which if you guys can afford it it is 1000 percent worth it oh yeah and like i remember like when we first were playing this some people in the group chat were like because originally i think the price for for the actual entry is 45 50 50 and then the fast pass is another 60 so it's almost like it's more than double it um or it's more than the cost of entry um but like i was saying to the group chat like yeah that sucks it's like now you're paying over 100 bucks but you're either paying 50 bucks and we can go on like one ride and one haunted house and stand in the rain for hours or you're gonna pay double and actually go to everything you want to do so you're pretty much just throwing 50 bucks away if you don't get the fast pass yeah um yeah like i've been front night many times before it's kind of always been that way where the lives are insane so Mm -hmm. i think it's kind of wrapped up for this year now but next year if you're thinking about going um go early at like the six o'clock slot because the fast passes sell out within the first half hour to hour the lady said yeah or Um, buy them online straight away right or buy them online and then um yeah just get your fast pass and then we were lucky enough we went through i think all the haunted house except one because we just couldn't find it i think and yeah. then uh, we went through all the rides we wanted to. We punched everything on our fast pass. Um, it was so fun. What was your, your favorite ride? I really liked the elevator. Actually, it's so fun, right? We um, at that point there was just four of us standing, yeah, and all three of you hadn't gone. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it was so fun. I remember back in the day when hel- the elevator first came to the playland yeah um but yeah so fucking fun it just makes your stomach go like that like like oh so good and And also the beach party one but it's called uh the beast the beast now yeah so fun yeah um yeah it was hilarious it was so good um definitely definitely recommend checking out fright night uh yeah or the peony in general i know those fun yeah those things like the rides run at uh the same time so yeah like throughout the year sorry all the time in summer so not all the time. All the in time summer. in summer, every year, never year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Wow, my brain just. I don't think. Uh, anyway, I don't think peonies are happy to do their ads. Come <laughs> <laughs> the peony, it's open. Oh, just kidding, it's closed. It's open all year long. Actually, it's closed for the next six months. But uh, <laughs> it's open during summer. You should go because the rides are there. <laughs> it's eighty dollars. Actually, no, it's two hundred. Uh, <laughs> oh jeez. Um, what else did we get up to? Oh, we did the orc hunting this year, which was very yes. different than last year. We did the LARPing. The LARPing. Um, I'm a little disappointed in it. It was fun. There is much more, like, um, character interaction and, like, acting on the parts. The as, world development's a yeah, lot better. as opposed to last year when we just got to, like, get our bow and arrow and go hunting, and that's exactly what I wanted this year. So that was a little disappointing. I think next year, um, I would, like, ask ahead of time if it was going to be more of, like, the actual, like, fighting... Or if it's going to be more of, like, the theater. <laughs> you wouldn't go if it was the world building again? 
Um, I might, but it's, <laughs> it, it, price wise, I don't think yeah. it's worth it. Um, for like the price, I would rather like be active, more active. Right. Um, but. Uh, I do wish that the fighting pots were longer. Yeah. Like, even thinking we did it twice because they were nice and we were, like, yeah. wouldn't leave Rude. the area. <laughs> so, like, we were just going back through everything, making sure we did absolutely everything under a belt. And I'm like, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> if we let you go fight one more time, will you leave? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, so. But yeah. it's still fun. It's still, like, they, like, they do a good job with the acting and, like, the, like, the sets or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call them. Um, the setup and that. Yeah, I... It would be incredible if they had the world building and then last year's fighting. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Because you had to, like, go around and do little tasks at, like, the apothecary and the doctors and um, other places to get gold coins. And then you would pay your way into the guild to fight these monsters. Yeah. And as I'm explaining it, it sounds really lame, but I promise it's really fun and cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also did one without you. I did the Symphony yeah, of Terror. Bitch. I know. Dare I spread my wings? <laughs> um, it was by the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra. It was called Symphony of Terror. And it was hosted by a drag queen from San uh, Francisco. And it was so fun. So, one, I like listening to live music, any type of live music. And, um... And then, obviously, drag queens are always a good time. Mm-hmm. And it was this really cool mashup of, like, um the acting and the drag queen show, but then the symphony would um, play horror music. So, like, the backstory was, like, she was this, like, demon, and she had, like, captured the, um, the, uh, what's it called? Um, the conductor. The conductor. And she was, like, you have to entertain me for the night um, with scary music, and then I might let you live. And then, so, um, they'd have these, like, banters back and forth, and these little skits, and then, um, and then he'd be like, oh, I do know it's a really scary song. Like, it's actually from Psycho. And then he'd have the band play, like, yeah. the theme from Psycho. And then one time she had, like, an audience member come up during that period. And it was, like, this, like, middle-aged man. And they did, like, a fake shower. And she's like, you have to shower behind behind this. And the song's so long. He was, she's like, keep going. And it was, like, <laughs> she's like, get your mom. And it was, like, it was so funny. And then she, like, comes up with her little fake knife and, like, yeah. like, yeah. And then um, they had, like, a surprise guest they had. <laughs> Wait, so not only did she kidnap the conductor, but also the entire 27-piece band, or however many it is. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> a lady of, uh, lady of uh, talent. Yeah. Um, and then they even had the gentleman who wrote all the music for the original Friday the 13th as a surprise guest. Oh, and that cool. was really cool, because he came up stage and he explained how he, like, came up with the original score. Um because, like, I don't know if you know Friday the 13th, there's, like, a certain sound that happens every time the killer's around. It's like, cut, 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 Okay. Yeah, and he was like, well, I originally thought that because I watched, um, the, for one of the first scenes, the girl in it says, um, I think she says, kill ma? Kill mom or something? Or kill something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, so he took the first syllable and the, and the first syllable, the first second yeah. word, and then repeated them. So it's like, cut, cut. Yeah. Um, and then that became, like, this historical, like, um, notorious uh, sound, sound piece, for yeah. Friday the 13th killer, which is very cool. Um, so that was, like, it was neat, especially if you're a little bit, bit of, like, a movie horror nerd. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I really like that. And then um, and they had a stance to uh, um, Rocky Horror at the end. Oh, Everyone nice. Everyone loved that. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah. And then, um, and then I went to uh, Halloween Trivia. 
yeah. and me and my friend, we won first place, and they're out of a bunch of fucking teams, and we got 48 out of 50, right? Damn. Yeah. And the next closest was, like, at 44 or something. Wow. We fucking killed it. I was very impressed. But also, like, horror music, horror movies, and horror, yeah. and everything is, like, my uh, bread and butter, as they say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Crushed it. Nice. Yeah. I was really proud of myself, because, like, there's, like, for the music round, because there's always, like, a music round, and then, like, random news... Um, in the music round, there's like a bunch of like newer music that I like definitely did not know, but I somehow pulled it on my ass. Like one of the songs was Kesha. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, it sounds like the kids listen to nowadays. Like, <laughs> I know Kesha. I don't think around, the kids listen to Kesha. Um, yeah. I and think it, like when I was a kid, we listened to oh, yeah, Kesha. I think I was a little too old to know Kesha, but I know, like, I recognize that voice. Yeah. I just didn't know the song title, so that's one of the points we lost. And then it's always someone reminding you that you're old, like the girls beside us, you swap papers to grade. Yeah. And they had like written in a sidebar, like on the, the, the music ones, of course, all the ones that you got, right? They wrote on their page, like, we are too young to know these. Hashtag 1997. Ew. Well, that's not that, like, much younger than you. It's a couple of years. Yeah, but yeah, but also, nice. like, I always think it's funny people are like, I'm too young to know this. It's like, the music already existed. Yeah, you just... I mean, like... You're just uncultured. And you uncultured swine. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, it was like Elvis Presley music. Oh, okay. Well, the movie just came out. You should know it. Yeah, I know. But they were like, we're too old. I'm like, this is pretty classic. Like, Prince. They played, like, yeah. a lot of, like, classics. Um, but, yeah, it was really fun. So, we were, like, very uh, proud of us winning. So, now, every once in a while, we'll be like, hey, remember when we, like, kicked everyone's ass at trivia? Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, we're pretty proud of that. Pump up yourselves. Always. Um, and then we have, nice. we have another one coming up. Yes. Um, Man Farms. Yeah. Uh, we... Technically, we haven't gone to at the actual time of us recording this because we're recording this on the Monday. We're actually recording it on Halloween. Yes, Happy spooky. Halloween! Yeah, um, we're going tonight. So tonight, so this comes out on Wednesday. So we will have gone, and I'm sure we will have had a lot of fun. Yes, we did it last. Well, I've gone for the past two or three years now. Yeah, this, this might be my third year. Yeah, um, I've gone many times, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think I said like last couple of years I've gone like five plus times each year. I always make, like, clients take me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this will be fun for us. They're yeah. like, so I'm paying you to go to a place you want to go, and yes, we don't even talk to each other. I'm like, yep. yes. That's great for me. Perfect. Thank you. Are we driving together? No. <laughs> I'll meet you there. Um, yeah, they're, like, the haunted houses at the Peony, but, like, way better. Oh, my God, they're so, so good. So excited. Because, like, it's not, like, it's, like, haunted houses... But outside, and I love, I love, yes, and I love how they do the corn maze with like, you're going through this creepy corn maze and you come to those like, those metal boxes and then they made like their own little haunted house kind of in the metal boxes as you go. They do a really good job of a setup. Yeah, they do. Um, And then uh, there's several different. they do a very good job of paying the actors. (laughs) Yeah, we'd like to think that uh, people are more (laughs) confident. And then so on top of that, like obviously I'd love to like. It, it takes a lot for me to get like spooky feeling. Like even like when we went through Matt, when we went through uh, Fright Night, we were with a bunch of our friends, and my our one friend was like, "You literally don't jump or get freaked out." And I'm like, "No, I'm de- literally dead inside." Yeah. <laughs> like I like I like if anything, I enjoy watching. Like people get scared because I just I think I've been like too immersed in horror stuff my whole life that it just doesn't. Also, my entire life is uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a horror show. It's a horror show. And a horror show. That all right. Name of this me. episode: the horror show. Obviously, <laughs> and another Instagram account. Yeah. Band. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, but um, so I try to make myself as scared as possible. So like while I'm driving places, like last night I was driving, getting pumpkins. I was listening to like scary kids laughing. Yeah, <laughs> and then I picked up my friend. They're like. What's it? What are you playing? I was like, 
children laughing. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? I was like, oh, give me a spooky feeling. Yeah. Like, so um, they, my friend sent me um, a podcast that talks about all like, the scary stuff that's happened in haunted houses, knowing that I was going to the haunted house uh, tonight. Yes. So I like freaked myself out a little bit. Like times where like the actors weren't actually actors. They were like psychotic people that got in. And there was this one, the first story they tell is about how um, this like, these two girlfriends, their girlfriend and her guy friend or whatever, these two friends were, like, in the haunted house and someone came up, or, like, outside the haunted house, like, in the haunted grounds, and someone came up and was like, are, is he annoying you? And then uh, she was, like, thought it was, like, a joke, so she played along. She was like, yes, and he's like, okay. And then he, like, hands him, she had, he handed her this knife, and she thought it was one of those, like, retractable <gasps> prop knives, so then she went and, like, stabbed him in the arm or the shoulder, and then, like, it was a real knife and the guy like started bleeding everywhere and stuff and then they like the guy the guy that had the knife was like gone and then they had to like rush the guy to the hospital he lived but it's like also like I feel like maybe there's like some like issues between the friendship because like don't you really went in for it like you know like if someone gave me a prop knife first I'd probably touch the edge of it to like make sure just because I don't trust anyone ever and also like if it was you I'd be like ah like jokingly go towards you I would be like like, (laughs) like, I feel like there's some unresolved friendship issues like tell me you're a friend of me without telling me you're a friend of me yeah, and just, like, so many other stories of people that, like, either, like, psycho- psychos getting into yeah. a thing and, like, pretending they're actors, um, or, like, yeah, just, like, horrible things happening, so. So we have something like that at home, that, but it runs, it, like, all the time, not just at Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah. It's called Spookers in New Zealand. I believe, That's I believe it's the least scariest does. name ever. Spookers? Yeah. Spookers. And then the one for the kids, because um, you have to be a certain, I think you have to be 16 or 15, um, the one for the kids is called Creepers. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, Creepers is worse than Spookers. Yeah, spookers I don't know. But worse. they have, like, uh, a corn maze and people, like, chase you around with, like, chainsaws and stuff. But it, I'm pretty sure it runs all year. And it's actually, um, they've made the haunted house in a, um abandoned mental asylum. And there's, there was always, like, stories about how people actually got killed there and yada yada. And I don't know if any of it's true, but... It's fun, for sure. Um, and then what else? What else? What are your... I guess you don't really have that much uh, many work updates, do you? No, I don't because um, I have not been working. I was supposed to be working um, this last week. I was even booked for gigs. And then I got my period. Mm-hmm. And you can't use tampons for the first, like, six weeks yeah. post-surgery. So I couldn't just, like, free bleed at the club. Oh. I'm sure yeah. someone's into it, but majority yeah. probably aren't. So I had to take an extra week off, which honestly I'm not complaining because I love October and I've just been really enjoying watching horror movies mm-hmm. and eating too much chocolate and, yeah, yeah. and hanging out with the dog. So I'm fully okay taking the time off. Um, but uh, tell me all your uh, your work updates. Yeah, I just really have one story. So I was working at a club where you can take drinks into the VIP room and um they're kind of really awkward chairs to sit in they're like uh like single person sofas but a tiny version so you can't there's no armrest to sit on or anything um but this guy put his drink like down the side of his um chair and I was like sitting on him and then kind of leaning back uh on him to like whatever dance and I go to like lift my foot over the edge of like the <laughs> the sofa, and I like <laughs> toes in it? dunk my toes into the drink. <laughs> You're like twirl, twirl, twirl. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> like, I take my shoes off sometimes because yeah. I just have slip-on ones and it's like way easier on my back. <laughs> I like definitely got my toes into this guy's drink. And then I just like t- took them out and like continued dancing. And then this guy was like about to leave and I was like, oh, don't forget your drink. <laughs> I love it. I would have just been like, let's twirl swirl. (laughs) Honestly, fair. You know, Uh, now, well, now, see, if men were women, they'd know not to leave unintended drinks (laughs) open by strangers. And if that's the worst that happens, these people and they're lucky. Yeah, (laughs) a little toe jam (laughs) in their drink. I was like, don't forget your drink. (laughs) He's like, what are these floaties? You're like, nothing. (laughs) And, he does. and then I like walked around and saw him drinking it after, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Love to hear it." Whoops! <laughs> People pay for that. Um, I uh, <laughs> I don't think they'll listen to this, but I was uh, yeah, I was like making snacks with a friend the other day, and there was like um, I was like preparing the crackers with like a spread. <laughs> And I was like, this, it was like a liver spread. Yeah. <laughs> I actually dropped some on the floor. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, mm. so I, I scooped it up and put it on the cracker. And I was like, you got the first cracker. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave it to them. <laughs> and they were like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> tasty. It was their floor. So like, it's like, whatever. It's not like it's like, you know, my floor. It's their floor. It's your own little dirts. <laughs> Um, I just don't want to waste it. It's expensive liver spread. It's pate. It's pate. Um, yeah, I thought you'd enjoy that story. I did love that. <laughs> I just put your little bony toe yeah. just swirling in there. <laughs> there was the big one and the second oh, one. I, say, I already pictured it. <laughs> um, That's so funny. But it reminded me of that story of the girl um, that wrote in who worked in the States that she had that one customer that um, every time uh, he got really like drunk he got really horrible so she would take his drink to the bathroom oh right and pee in it a little honestly good on her (laughs) so i don't know the way she wrote it he didn't know but i wonder if like that's something that he paid for maybe oh probably Mm -hmm. probably well hopefully i get back to work soon well i'm gonna start this week i actually start this thursday so the day after this comes out i'll be back uh back to the hustle the hustle and grind and it's, the bump um, and hustle and grind. <laughs> the bump and gyre and hustle and grind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's coming up to busy season. Uh, November, December is always the busy of the year. So mm-hmm. kind of nice. I took a month off just relax before it breaks me. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, okay, so Instagram poll. Sadly, Instagram's a touchy yeah. subject for me right now, but we're still going to do our polls. So this one is a would you rather that I go off the glowy hustle. Uh, would you rather... Work at a club with only tourists and traveling customers, or work at a club with only local customers? Only traveling customers. And why is that? Oh, you want a reason? (laughs) Um, I just feel like when you're traveling, you are... It's like, I'm just trying to think of like rich men. When they travel, they are way more willing to spend more money and more time because... They have the protection of like their families not being there and nobody knowing them. And so they're much more willing to like spend three hours in the champagne room or spend a bunch of money on you. Um, Whereas if it's just local customers, 
if they're bad local customers, then that's all you're getting all the time. Like at least the tourists, it's a fresh pull all the time. So you could get really great nights, even if like some weeks the tourists are shitty. Yeah. If the locals are shitty all the time, like that's it. And also if you like if the locals aren't good at keeping like regular girls, then it's just like a fight to the death whenever a like reg- a good regular comes in or a good local person comes in, like everyone knows them. I just feel like tourists is way easier to manage. Yeah. I definitely think there's pros and cons. I think, yeah, like people, tourists, they might be more like in a party mood. Mm-hmm. But then with people that are local, at least you can get a regular, like really good regular. You but, can, yeah. No. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you start to know, like if you get regulars all the time, it's just local people, then right. you would start getting girls poaching all the fucking time. Right. Because um, it's such a small pool. Yeah, I think the tourists are good depending on where you live. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a lot of rich tourists coming here and going to these strip clubs. Yeah. If I lived in, like, New York, I think tourists, and they're going to New York strip clubs, I think they'd be really good. Or yeah. go to Vegas strip clubs because they're going there to go to a Vegas strip club. I think tourists would be really good there mm-hmm. um, as opposed to locals. Um, I think it's a little more, like, dependent on where you live. I would say that the best clients that I've had for the most part, like, I have some good regulars. But I would say, like, the one-off nights, good nights that I've had, have all been from out of town. Really? Mm-hmm. I think my best have been people that are from here. Or, like, <clears throat> maybe not necessarily from here, but, like, are originally from somewhere else. Like, the States mm-hmm. will live here now. So they, like, are local, I guess, considered now. So they still have that States money. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll put that on the Instagram poll mm-hmm. for you all to answer. Um, and the question was, would you rather work at a club with only tourists and traveling customers or work at a club with only local customers? So look on the Instagram at five zero plus a tip pod. Plus a tip pod. Pod. <laughs> we have to add things now. Um, before we get into our, our listener questions, I post on the Instagram, rip, recipes. Um, and I asked if you guys had any labia questions and you had a lot so I'm gonna kind of answer them in a general way because a lot of them were asking the same thing so the first one was what is labiaplasty and labiaplasty is pretty much just a surgery that reduces the size of your labia minora so like the smaller little lips inside and um you can do that two ways you can get um the wedge or the trim which are two different cuts determining on what's the end result you want or what you're your own um, body is best for. And then people ask, you know, why were you getting it done? Um, Majority, I think, do get cosmetically to make the appearance look what they want it to look like. But it's also a comfort thing. If you have a longer labia minora, it can be uncomfortable wearing certain clothes or walking can be uncomfortable. Riding bikes can be uncomfortable. Um, They, uh, the quote that I found, like, online to explain why people get it is, uh, labiaplasty has functional and cosmetic benefits. Most women go undergo surgery to reduce the excess labia, which twists and turns and causes pain and irritation. Others want to restore their youthful look after childbirth or aging. Um, as you may know, the older you get, you know, your labia minora can change colors, it can lengthen, etc. Um, people asked about the cost of it. So here in BC, Canada, I've heard the price can range from around 3000 to um, upwards of $8,000. Canadian um but I would highly recommend you know don't choose a doctor based on the price um definitely choose them based on 
you know, their actual results or testimonials from people that have actually gone to them and looking them up and doing your own research. And then I also was asked a lot about the time off. So like I said, three weeks was what I was advised to take off work. Um, but I took off four weeks because I ended up having my period that last week and you can't use tampons. And then just some general instructions and things that my doctor told me and that I, I heard from other women who had gone through with the procedure or online. Um, you're not really supposed to walk or you're supposed to kind of avoid walking for the first 48 hours. So definitely keep that in mind if that's a procedure you want to do if your lifestyle would allow that rest of 48 hours. Um, for the first week, you're not supposed to stand or sit for too long. So you're really just kind of lying around for the first week. Um, and thank God for Netflix. Uh, for the first 72 hours, so the first three days, um, you're supposed to ice um, the area on and off every hour or whatever your doctor advises you to do. And people asked a lot about urinating after the surgery. So I was advised, I was told that it would be kind of painful and that using like a stream of water while you pee would help that pain. I didn't find peeing painful at all. So that was really um, lucky on my end. Uh, you're also supposed to avoid driving for long periods of time for the first week because you're not supposed to be sitting for very long. So keep that in mind if you're able to avoid driving post-surgery. Luckily, here in downtown Vancouver, we don't drive a lot. So I was lucky in that sense. Uh, you're not supposed to wear jeans or tight clothing for upwards of a month post-surgery. So thankfully, it's sweat, sweat, sweatpants season right now. So I got away with wearing a lot of sweatpants. Um, avoiding exercise, strenuous activity, heavy lifting for over five pounds for approximately a month post-surgery. And like I said, no tampons for the first six weeks. You have to use a pad during your menstrual cycle. Um, and that's kind of pretty much wraps up like all the quick questions, um, that people ask about the labiaplasty. If you have any personal questions about it that it wasn't covered there, feel free to, um, message the Instagram and at five zero plus a tip pod and ask any questions about labiaplasty. I know people want to know what doctor I went to. Um, I have no problem telling people that. I'll just do that privately rather than on the podcast. I really loved my doctor. It's a female doctor. She was awesome. Uh, she was really good with any questions and comments I had before and after the surgery. Um, would I recommend labiaplasty? I'm happy I did it. Everyone's, you know, take that with a grain of salt, whatever you feel like you want to do. Again, all the things I just said, I'm not a doctor, so it's merely just my own experiences and things I've heard or read or was advised. So definitely do your own research, talk to your own doctor about it. Um, one of the things I had someone comment on was uh, the clitoral hood reduction. That is something my doctor does offer if it's needed or wanted. Um, she asked if I would want it or kind of um, you know mentioned it's a possibility for women. I have no problem with the way my hood looked, so I decided to go and not get it. I only did the labiaplasty and via the trim uh, type of surgery. And the main reason I didn't do clitoral hood was because there can be complications, um, more so with a clitoral hood than with straight labiaplasty, from what I read and what, from what my doctor told me. And um, I also just didn't have an issue with my clitoral hood. So um, I was quite happy just doing the trim labiaplasty and I'm really, really happy with the results. But again, uh, those are just my own personal experiences. Everyone needs to make their own decisions on what they think is best for themselves and talking to your doctor and getting your own answers. Um, mine is strictly just uh, my own opinion and my own knowledge. And I am not a doctor, unfortunately. So unfortunately, uh, you can't sue me. If <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, at the end of the day, I just think do whatever makes you happiest and keeps and whatever's safe. Um, but yeah.
So if you have any more questions, feel free to Instagram DM or email 50 plus a tip at gmail.com. And um, I will get back to you with any other questions you guys might have. And then getting into the listener questions we have for this this uh, wrap up of season five. Five. <laughs> I was like, what season are we on now? Yeah, I was shutting down there. Yes. Powering down. So um, a while ago on the Instagram, we asked for some um, ask me anything questions, which we originally used um, as backup for the live show in case the audience uh, did not come in clutch uh, with the questions, which they did. And if you want to hear those, you can go and have a look at the live podcast recording. Um a couple weeks back, I guess, on season five. Um, but for now, we have some that we, I believe, didn't answer. Or maybe we'll have a new answer. Or maybe we'll have Who a new knows? answer. <laughs> I'm um, sure someone will message us or remind us that we yeah. messed up. We did. Um, we did this one on um, the live, the show, live show, but I think it's worth repeating. Yeah. It's, it's a really good question. Um, so what makes someone a good person to work with or team up with? Okay, they're slightly uglier than you. <laughs> they're a bigger bitch than you. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to be a little perkier than that. <laughs> JK. Um, no, I think, well, the simplest thing, even just doing a dance, I've noticed some women or some people in the industry know how to dance with another body there. Mm-hmm. It sounds so like, duh, but it's not. Like, you and I really know how to... You move in, I go to the background. I go to the foreground, you go to the background. Yeah. You know, we both take a side, we both take a knee. Like, we kind of have this um, this uh, choreographed kind of thing that we yes. get. And even if you don't, like, um, if all of a sudden you think of a move you want to do, you'll kind of, like, lightly touch my leg as a sign is, like, I want to move in. And I'm like, okay, I'm moving out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just going in. For sure. The, the give and take uh, of being in a lap dance because sometimes you get girls that don't really understand how to do it and I don't know if it comes from a place of just like ignorance or like I don't know maybe just like not not used to dancing with another person it's like lack of awareness yeah but they kind of like sit on the guys or like in between the guys legs the entire dance and then you're kind of awkwardly to the side the and person, yeah. yeah and one like I don't know if it, girls are doing this to try and get like a second solo dance um which was is kind of my thought. Yeah, sometimes I think so too. how people. I think it's like I think it's a quick balance of like yes, um, complete lack of awareness, or they're really trying to just help themselves. Yeah, but it just kind of leaves you a little bit awkward to the side, like not giving the best dance. But it, you know, if you do it properly, it's half the work. Yeah. And double the money. Yeah. You know, and it's an easier sell. I find with two people. Um, and like also like when you do those dances where the one person's just not jiving with you, and they're just like. The guy can pick up that, like, you're an extra add-on that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. I think working together is, yeah, you're doing half the work. And you guys can play off each other both, like, physically and, like, comedically and, yeah. like, conversationally. Um, so I always prefer to work with someone if it's someone I like. Yeah. Um, which I, I, there's not very often people I don't like to work with unless they do, like, yeah, not know how to use their body mm-hmm. in that situation where there's multiple people. Um Knowing how to upsell and someone who knows how to like carry the banter with you is huge. Yes. And, um, and just read the room. Like there's some people who just know how to read a room really well and then working with them is just easy because you can like almost like telep- telepathically 
explain to each other what needs to be said, what needs to be done, what yes. needs money. Which has taken us a while to perfect, but now we're very good at it. Yeah, too good, almost. I haven't um, actually heard that. But yeah, <laughs> heard that thought. If, if I could sum it up, I would say somebody who shares the work. I don't want to say like splits the work because you do want to make it worth the guy having you both there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, keeping it going. And somebody who like splits the, um, the, I guess like uh, financial speak. So if you're in a dance and you're like, okay, great, that was three dances, so that's X amount each. Then I, you, then it's it sounds better for the other person to go. Oh, and plus a tip would be lovely, you know, yes. like yes. And that way, not one person is just like, I need the money, like money talk, and the and then the uh, other yeah. I think, like, this is one of those situations where good cop, bad cop doesn't work. Yes. You know, you both kind of need to be good cops. And then, like, yeah, being, like... And then if, if one... And, like, also knowing the... Reading the room where it's, like, if something you say doesn't land or vice versa, the other one can be, like, oh, she's just kidding. She's silly. Or, like, oh, yeah. guys, like, let's not... Like, let's not ruin the moment. Let's have fun. Like, that one person can, like, kind of pacify if things go sideways. Yes, exactly. Um, but it's, yeah, just knowing each other. Like, we work very well together because I literally know every move you're going to do that dance. I know every, yep. every lame joke you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we don't switch it up too yeah. much. Otherwise, you just end up having the customer being, like, oh, well, you know, I just want to dance with her because I feel like the other girl is just all about the money. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, the girl who's, in quotes, all about the money is actually just trying to get the other Help girl paid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Also, a big thing, too, is if you find someone who works well with you, um, get them back, too, right? Like, if they bring you in with a client, like, bring them in with your next client if you're if it's possible. Or if it's, like, um, you're not going to probably work with this person again or you might not have that opportunity, then um, tip them for bringing you in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just showing some kind of appreciation um, is huge. Or, definitely. like, at the very least, if the tip isn't split, like, evenly, give them more. You know, mm-hmm. like split it a little bit differently. Oh yeah, like that's one of the rules we have too. Like yeah. if we go for a dance with a guy and, um, like, say you know he for some reason gives one of us one twenty and one of us a hundred, then we split that twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, and that's just again showing like respect for like the mutual like shared labor, mm-hmm. um, and also just you know having respect for your friend, but yeah, job absolutely. and whatever, definitely. Um. So yeah, there you go. Uh, that was, uh, I feel like a little bit different from the answer that we gave. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Here's the saying. We really forget I what we say. I feel like I blacked out of them. <laughs> you, you all remember more than we do what we say. <laughs> uh, okay. How do I keep a man with me long enough to make him spend real money? I'm a baby stripper and this has already been life changing, but I know I can learn and do more. Hmm. That's the question. <laughs> How do you keep them around? Um, yeah, it, it truly depends on the type of client he is. Yeah. I feel like there's not a one size fits all answer to this. Some right. clients you have to be, you have to set that expectation from the get go. Others will start spending more money the longer you it's spend good. with them and the more repertoire you build up. Yeah, more authentic. Yeah. Um, which is like, I think mean, that's like such like a shitty answer to give you like that there's no answer, but there really isn't. Like it just comes with practice of being able to read people mm-hmm. and reading what works with you and reading how the client acts and, and picking up those little tells of what a guy is looking for or a client's looking for. Um, I think the most like kind of like, uh, umbrella answer to that is, um, you know, being, being funny, like people do click with you when you're kind of funny you're charming 
um, engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also there's knowing what your selling feature is helps a lot. Like you're a very girl next door. I'm very porn star. I can get away with being a little more like, okay, shut up and pay me. Mm-hmm. Like I can get away with that. I think if you were to do that, sometimes it's a little more jarring because it's not what they expect from you. They're coming to you because they want this like soft, kind girl. Yeah. Um, it's very rare that people come to me wanting a soft, kind girl. <laughs> so I can get away with being like that. Um, so I think it's, yeah, I think that's the idea of like knowing what they're expecting of you or mm-hmm. what kind of idea you're portraying um, would help as well. Yeah. And also, yeah, I mean, being hot will get you in that dance room. Being a good conversationalist with a good personality will keep you in there. A hundred percent. And then also being a good, like knowing your body too. Like mm-hmm. even though you can get away with being a stripper and not knowing how to dance in the lap dance, truly you could. Um knowing like how to move your body does help especially if it's like even if that's just to get someone in the door um helps so yeah but yeah as far as with clients go it's yeah you just have to kind of practice and you kind of have to read them too like you have to kind of get an idea of what sort of night they're looking for as well and curate to that you know Mm -hmm. we've had clients that are you know we've both had clients that they just want to stare at your asshole for fucking three hours. So they just want you to continuously dance. So reserving your energy so that you can keep doing that. We've had clients that literally just want to be goofy and run around and like dance and play play hide and seek. (laughs) Exactly. So like you have to kind of, yeah, reading the idea of what type of night that they are looking to have. Yeah. Um, will help you immensely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm, yeah, being able to think on your feet and, like, adapt to whatever someone throws at you is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, reading, being able to read people is huge. Um, so, yeah, just, like, practice, practice yeah. being in different situations with different types of clients, and it just gets, you just get better with time. Yeah. Um, which is, like, a, a annoying answer, because yeah. it's, it's, like, a no answer, but. <laughs> but that's all we're giving you. All right. Describe each other in three words. My best friend. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, okay, so I would say for you, um, ugh, you're annoyingly funny. <laughs> I will throw you that bone. Um, Guys, you heard it here first. It only took five seasons. <laughs> uh, you are very intelligent um, and you're very loyal, which is my favorite quality of you. <laughs> you hate everyone I tell you to hate. <laughs> um, yeah, some of those are very similar. I was going to say smart. Loyal as well. I'm going to try. I'm going to think of different ones though, but I want to say that you have those things too. Thank you. I also want you to say other things. Passionate. You glared at me like this is a bad thing. <laughs> no, I would say passionate. Crazy in the best I, way. <laughs> that is true. And kind. But secretly. Don't tell me one kind. Just because I have to pick different ones. Fair. Um, what else do we have for listener questions? Yes, 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 yes. Um, do you, on a night out, do you ever go out to a different club and Ooh. spend money? Wait, I'm before I you go back a second. What do you think clients? Three words clients would describe me as, and I'll think of three words clients okay. would describe you as. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, lashes, tits, and lips. No. 
Tits, lips, and lashes. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, ooh, this is hot. I know. Get into the man, of, the mind of the man. You. Let me out. I hate it in here. <laughs> um, boobs. I honestly think it has to be one of them. Probably. Um. Can it be blowjob lips? <laughs> What's it called? DSL? Dick sucking lips? Dick sucking lips. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll do yours. I think for you, um, not physically, I think guys would say you're quirky. Because <laughs> like, when we're together and we let loose, there's a little bit of yeah, fear yeah. in their eyes. <laughs> um, they say you're funny. I hear guys say that to you a lot, that you're funny. And then they say you're smart. Um, sometimes if we let them, <laughs> sometimes if I actually like it, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think they'd say that you're quirky, mm-hmm. you're funny and you're smart, I think. Yeah. Is. And obviously they tell you you're sexy and all that shit too. Yeah. I don't know why they Real original. <laughs> yeah. I would say intelligent, well-spoken, even though that's two words and, um, intimidating. Oh, I do get that a lot. <laughs> I'm going to say mean, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I do get I live mean <laughs> Yeah, I do get intimidating a lot. Money-driven. Yeah, yeah. No, I do get, I do get well-spoken and, and intimidating a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you hear from yourself a lot? What do people say you want? Oh, you're actually really smart? Yeah. People say that to you <laughs> Yeah, I would say those are the three. Actually really smart. Three yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. You're actually yeah. really smart. Um, okay, sorry. Next listener question. Like, cut you off there. Yeah. Uh, on a night out, do you ever go out to a different club and spend money? No. <laughs> My I, money? Yeah. <laughs> Never. Um, I just don't go out. Yeah, I don't go out ever. Yeah. Like, I literally, I've only ever been to a strip club in the last four maybe years. Yeah. I've been to a strip club one time and it was go to the penthouse for their retro night recently with a client. Yeah. Um, Did you at least throw his money? Of course. Yeah. You know me. I always yeah, throw yeah. men's money. No, that's because <laughs> I no. always be throwing their money at people. Um, <laughs> um, and, and that client, he's a sweetheart and he is very, very good about, um, like he is very good about supporting women and, and I can say to him, hey, can I give my girlfriend some money? He's yes. like, for sure. And like, he's awesome. So I would never bring a client who's not like that to a strip club because I'm not going to contribute to oh. shitty men in a strip club. No. Um, so yeah, so then I did throw money, but it wasn't mine. But yeah, I, wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't go to a it's strip club. It's just spend money. It doesn't say spend your money. Yeah. <laughs> I would never go to a strip club and not spend someone's money. No. Um, but I also, yeah, I just don't go out. I haven't gone out socially in my personal life. Yeah. And aside from like events like going to like concerts or comedy shows or like activities. I can't remember last time I went to sit at a bar or went to a club. No. Like I truly can't think of one. No, I can't remember the last time that I went to a strip club for fun. Mm-mm. But I mean, I believe it was actually the club that we worked at now. And it was like two plus years ago for a Christmas party. And I absolutely spent money. No, you didn't. I was there. <laughs> No, you weren't. Either. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, of course. Especially if I'm with a guy. Give me the money. <laughs> 100%. What is your guilty pleasure? Oh, reality TV. Yeah? Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, like, Real House of the Beverly Hills. Love. It's my favorite. Lo- used to love Vanderpump Rules. Um, Real Housewives, like, uh, love it. Uh, Salt yeah. Lake City. Yeah. I never watched New York. Didn't really care for it. Didn't really care for, like, um, Dallas. But, yeah. Housewives Beverly Hills. My favorite, if anyone's asking. But I know you all care about. And mm-hmm. Vanderpump Rules and all those kind of shows. Um, I don't really have any food guilty pleasure. Like, I don't... Like, I, like, will have a treat 
if someone yeah. wants to have treats with me, but I never would, like, eat them by myself. Like, even I bought, like, Halloween candies, and I haven't eaten them. Like, I will bring them to a friend's house and yeah. offer them to them. Um, yeah, no, I think, yeah, watching, like, reality yeah. TV when I have the time is... I would say, like, smutty fantasy books for me. Yeah. But I don't feel guilty about that. <laughs> uh, or, sorry, Kardashians. Kardashians are my favorite, obviously. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. I love it. I'm just... Is there anything that you feel like I should be guilty about? <laughs> that you're using boyfriend as a beard because you love me? I'm just joking. No. I don't think we either... Either us really do anything like I wouldn't say I have anything that's like a guilty pleasure of mine yeah when I, think guilt, when I think guilty pleasure it's like people that are like yeah like alcohol or like uh drink or uh smoking or like yeah you know um like things that are like bad for your health that yeah. you should feel guilty about but or like embarrassed of I feel like yeah I don't know but everyone like I love the Kardashians I don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> um no, yeah, I don't really yeah. think of any guilty pleasures you have. Yeah. Speaking of, I did Sober October. I completed mm. it. How was that for you? You know, it's really fucking disappointing. I got so sick in the middle of the month, and um, You're supposed to be I have been sleeping. I know. I'm supposed to be absolutely <laughs> be glowing from the yeah, inside, <laughs> basically levitating above the ground, and it's being down all those drunk the peasants. worst. Yeah, and I found that I actually eat a lot more like sweets or like crave more sweet things when ah. I'm not drinking. Interesting. Yeah. So you, you're um, what I'm hearing is you need alcohol to be healthy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just fix my insides. <laughs> Good to know. You know what's actually funny though. It's like I'm like I used to like notoriously get UTIs. Like every time I had sex with a partner, I get it. Um, and no matter what, like matter mm-hmm. if I peed afterwards, whatever. The only times I wouldn't get UTIs is if I, I drank a shit ton of alcohol <laughs> before it we cleans you from the inside. Yeah, and then that would really sucks. I stopped drinking for six years, and I just UTI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. Um, yeah, that was it. Interesting. Are those yeah. all the questions we have today? Yeah, we cut the, we, we uh, trimmed the fat. Oh, we did. There. Yeah, I snipped some out. Awesome. Okay, well, since we said this is our season finale for season five, bye, bitch. No, <laughs> see you never. Uh, <laughs> we um are in a quick little season recap of the episodes and who we had on them, and maybe a little comment on um what we thought of the episodes. So the first one, bad, <laughs> uh, hated it. Um, was uh. Episode 102 with Rachel Rampage, who is a uh, stage performer, stripper, super talented, does amazing shows. Um, I really, really enjoyed it because I am a fan of Rachel as a person and a performer, and I haven't really had the chance to sit down with her and and kind of pick her brain. So I thought that was a fun way to open uh, the season, having her her come on. Yeah, absolutely. I loved that um, episode. We schemed for a while to try and get her on. Um, and I finally drunkenly asked her, um, and we did it. We looped yeah, her proud in. Of us. Uh, episode 104 was Jeremy, the strip club manager. Uh, it was a two-parter, and speaking of uh, scheming to get someone on, I had to literally drag that man <laughs> and kicking and screaming onto the show. Uh, he kept making excuses to not come, and I totally get why he was nervous. You know, strip club managers, as we said, don't have a great reputation, and he's kind of just, he'd had to be like the poster child for yeah. every terrible manager. Um, but we got him. Like, that was probably one of the most popular episodes. Don't tell him that. Sorry, he right his head. Um, 
episodes we had, uh, people really like to hear that that side of things, mm-hmm. and I think they could tell the banter the three of us had because we are all actually friends. Yeah. Um. So that was that was a good one. I and then, him. Yeah, and then we had uh, episode 106 with Aries, and they're a TikTok star and a stripper. And you had actually been a fan of theirs um, before we actually got a chance to have them on. Yeah, I followed them on TikTok for a while, and I always enjoyed their content. And it was a fun little change to the podcast because uh, their education was sort of... Um, feminism or sex work adjacent so we got to talk to them about sort of um the nuances in what sort of started um whorephobia and got to compare it to other jobs like serving and stuff yeah um so that was a nice little change of pace for uh the episode mm-hmm. no i really enjoyed that one and then we had uh, Jules, the founder of Don't Fuck With Me, mm-hmm. and she's a lovely person, and you know you know her um, through working with her, yep. and we love what she's doing with her company, her company, and um, and the whole Don't Fuck With Me um, kind of movement. And I think it's, it was awesome to connect with her um, and get to know her a little better. Yeah, and it was the first little uh, bit of sort of. Um, witchery that we had on the podcast as well. So uh, mm-hmm. we learned a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. And then episode 110, we had the lovely Courtney LaPressi back on, the posh tart on Instagram. And we actually had the joys of hanging out with her when we were in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a repeat guest we had in a previous season. And I believe it was episode 69 we had her last time. Yes, um, it was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she likes to remind me that. And, um, and it was nice to have her on that season, meet her in person, have a really nice lunch yeah. date with her, and then get to have her on again um, and and see where she's at and kind of update on her life and, and her work stuff. So that yeah. was nice to, um, it's nice when you make like a solid friendship through the podcast and get to keep in contact. Yeah, we got some really good feedback on that too. She did a tower reading for the podcast, which was fun. And mm-hmm. again, something else. But yeah, this episode up this season has uh, really been a where are they now type of uh yeah, we had some repeats. Yeah. yeah. And then we had episode 112. We had Reed and Florence from Come Curious. Um, an amazing, amazing Instagram account. Make sure you follow them. Um, and they have a great podcast that we had the pleasure of being on as well. And they're both fucking hilarious, very well-spoken, educated, um, intelligent, successful women. And it was such a pleasure for the four of us to connect. I always find it's very like healing to connect with other um, female-identifying people, and um, especially when they work in the same realm as mm-hmm. you, um, and they're just achieving so much. So it was, it was a pleasure. It was um, something I was really excited to do is, is sit down with those two. Yeah, absolutely. And then we had episode 114 with Palmer Weezy, and she's also a TikTok star, and I believe she's her podcast is up and running, or it's, it's in the starting stages mm-hmm. of that, and um, she's doing some stuff about acting in that, and that was cool to talk to someone. She was working out in New York, uh, yes, she. I believe she had just moved to LA, or she has since moved to LA, um, but she started her sex work career in New York, I, I believe, and she is um, in the midst of writing or trying to sell a, um, a series on sex work and what it's actually like. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it's cool to connect, connect with her. It's always cool to connect with dancers from other countries mm-hmm. and, and hear how different they are to us. And then episode 116 was an episode I fucking loved. It was with Al, who is a male performer that performed in the 1980s. 
as a male stripper and um, an openly gay man talking about it. And um, it was really cool to connect with him before he sadly retired from the club. So um, it was kind of a nice send off to have that episode come out on his retirement week. And it was a part of him that I really didn't have an idea about. So it was really cool to dive into that and something we've never talked about as as what a male dancer goes through, especially um, as a gay man in the 1980s. Yeah, it was really interesting and probably one of the most storytelling episodes that we had done. Oh, it's awesome. And then episode 118, we had the lovely Akira on. And it was a really um, beautifully candid episode about her struggles with um, substance use and her... Um, entry into sex work and then her re-entry into sex work and uh, it was a we had a lot of great feedback from that Mm -hmm. so people really loved hearing her story and appreciated how open she was with her experiences and uh, that was a really that was a really cool episode to have and then we had the pleasure of episode 120 bringing back Penny from I believe I want to say season one I think yes season one like I want to say like episode nine yeah like early in this early in the podcast and we had Penny come back on because she's actually Akira's partner and that was really cool to hear two sex workers who are together talking about what sex work means to them in a couple in a relationship and then individually Mm -hmm. um and to see where Penny is now was it was really awesome and then we had episode 122, which was Joanna, who was a house mom, which is another side to the industry we haven't mm-hmm. talked about. On top of that, she was a female dancer in the 1980s and 1990s. So that was really cool to hear what dancing was like 40 plus years ago. Yeah. Uh, and she was she was a really uh, lovely spirit to have on. I really enjoyed chatting with her. Yeah, absolutely. I was a, It was a good episode. Someone who was so passionate about dancing that she only stopped when she moved to... Um, being a house mom. So it was like a kind of cool to see both the front scenes and the back scenes of that. Mm-hmm. That was really neat. And then lastly, our last week's episode was episode 124 with Madeline Horn or Miss Horn. And I've had the pleasure of dancing with her for several years, but never had the pleasure of sitting down and really diving into um, who she is as a person and her history and her experience in the industry. Um, so that was really cool to hear mm-hmm. all about that and about her witchy ways and um, she's a really lovely individual to connect with so yeah really enjoyed that the second uh, the second sort of witchy uh, witchy guest we had on witchy woman <laughs> yes which perfectly came out for uh, for Halloween yeah yeah I did do a very good job planning that and, <laughs> and, that, and that's that's all the guests that we have on uh, 12 amazing amazing guests that we've had the pleasure of connecting with and sharing the mic with and sharing stories with and um, we can't wait to see who we have on for season six yeah so if you yourself or you have someone you would recommend be a guest on season six please 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 write into us and let us know you can find us on instagram at five zero plus a tip pod and um, send us their email or send us a way to connect with them or yourself and let us know why they would be a good guest and make sure to check out those 12 amazing guests we had on for season five Um, almost all of them have an instagram so you can find them through our instagram and um, yeah they're yeah go support them because they're all amazing amazing people absolutely I think that's it for this episode and this season of 50 Plus a Tip. We're going to be back in the new year. But in the meantime, remember to add the new Instagram at 50plusatippod. So that's 50plusatippod. And still the same email works, 50plusatip at gmail.com. And make sure to 
comment, send us questions, um, messages. Please, more love than hate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please, we're sensitive in this time. Yes, it's been a hard week with our deletion. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it for us. Anything yeah. you need to add? Thank you guys for your continued support. Thanks again to everyone who came to our live show. Um, thanks to everyone that rates, reviews, subscribes. It really helps. Um, it's been a pleasure being a part of this podcast for another season and I can't wait to see what we do next because I don't know it will be a surprise (laughs) (laughs) to be determined um yeah yeah so I guess yeah the next time we see you Christmas and New Year will have passed so have a lovely lovely Christmas a lovely holiday season whatever you're celebrating Mm -hmm. out there um uh perfectly wonderful new year we hope november december is all the money well we hope every month is all the money for you but we hope this money months are good to you and you stay safe and yeah yeah i think that's it i think that's it until next time and also make sure you look on the instagram for all the stories because i will keep posting i will push and make this instagram (laughs) big again i'll make instagram (laughs) great again (laughs) make 50 plus instagram again Awesome. Until next time, guys, have a wonderful week. Happy holidays and happy whoring. Bye. Bye.